Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Sammy. Welcome back to the Sammy Varda Show. We are rolling into the last episode of 2020, and who better to end the year with us than my special guest? I want to introduce. Namaste. Namaste. Yeah, I want to introduce you to our listeners. Your name is Melanie, a very dear friend of mine who works as a, a lead flight attendant. So, I, I think you should do the introduction too. Yourself. Who oh are my you? God! What are you? <laughs> who are? Where, who where are, are you? you? <laughs> <laughs> I am a very tired flight attendant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me start with who am I? I'm Melanie, and it's not Melanie, Mel, you know,、yeah. any kind of pronunciation. It's Melanie, <laughs> M-E-L with an apostrophe, N-I-E, Melanie. You know, and、um, I'm a flight attendant, like you already said. I'm a lead flight attendant for an airline, and I just came back from a f- 14-hour duty. So yeah, that's <laughs> a long, much exhausting 14-hour <laughs> duty. Yeah. But yeah, congratulations on recently getting promoted.、Yeah. Thank you so much. As a lead flight attendant. Melanie,、mm-hmm. you're a lead heard, too, so we're I'm、leads. a lead too. We're all yeah, we are leads. <laughs> I want to ask you some questions, okay, Mel?、Um, okay. You know, a lot of people already、Shoot. know this. We are,、yeah. you know, good <laughs> friends. We talk a lot about several things,、mm-hmm. but on this podcast, particularly since this is like the last podcast of 2020 for you know my、mm-hmm. little show, I want to ask you certain questions. The first is,、yes. what are the requirements? Um, or rather, what、oh, are the、um, qualifications the required?、Question. Yeah, to be <laughs> a flight attendant in India. In India, okay, okay. Because you know. <laughs>、uh, so in India, you have to, because <laughs> you know, yeah.、Um, you have to be eighteen years and above, so an adult. Okay, you need to have a passport, and、um, you need to have a high school degree. Is that high? Ten、uh, plus two, twelve degree,、mm-hmm. and you have to be able to speak English and Hindi,、uh, because you know we're in India, so you have to be able to speak. Those are、Hindi. the two official languages that we have. Yes, in the country, nice, very nice, and you、mm-hmm. speak both fluently. I'm sure you're speaking in English right、mm-hmm. now, and in <laughs> Hindi as well, which is very nice because English. English. Which is very nice、yeah. because a lot of people from Mizoram don't really speak Hindi. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people who do come for interviews、uh, tend to, you know, not make it because,、um, like, you know, we are all educated and everything in Mizoram, right? Like, everybody knows English. Like, you have to sit them down and tell them to write. Then, you know, they could go on for pages and pages. You know, with The most perfect English, let's say, but then speaking is a whole different game. Oh yeah, you can say right. Like, Tell you know, me about it. <laughs> I know because it's important. <laughs> because、nice. like an example at home right now. Also, my mom speaks both English and Hindi,、mm-hmm. but then she finds it difficult in a lot of instances because they cannot understand her accent. I'm not、right. saying that she has a bad accent or anything, but We're here in South India, and you have to speak, you know, a little with a little.、Um, what do you say?、Local、Touch、accent. of their accent, right? right. Yeah, 
the local then flair. Then they get to understand you, you know, and you can communicate better. So, you know, it's really funny think, because um, funny that you mentioned <laughs> that. I used to try. I try to do that as well when I go to shops um, in Bangalore. I try. Mm-hmm. You know how I speak, right? I mean, I'm speaking right now. Yeah. But I try to <laughs> try to somehow, um, you know, have that local flair or that Indian mm-hmm. flair because. It's important, mm-hmm. like, and they do understand, but you know, sometimes they're like, "Okay, <laughs> we don't really understand." It. But you know, I I don't blame you because your work takes up most of your time, like all of your time, uh-huh. I would say, and your work requires you to speak in a certain accent, right? Right. But and my in the same way, so you have that accent, mm-hmm. and in the same way, my work requires me to speak in this accent, mm-hmm. you know, so that I can communicate with my people like right, right? right. like my customers exactly so it's I all think... about customer service yeah <laughs> right no like oh no, even with me um uh, you know like accents and stuff right like for mm-hmm. i think ever since i could remember um i never really had the the typical miso accent but when i you. yeah but when i um when i joined um you know, my first job back uh-huh. in 2007 it was customer service and we spoke okay. with Americans and that really kind of, you know, just helped me fine tune uh, a little bit of my mm-hmm. accent as well. So, mm-hmm. um, and we, oh man, we spoke a lot at, at those jobs. Like it uh-huh. was crazy sure. because mm-hmm. tired, exhausting is not a word. We spoke and spoke and spoke. My My throat mm-hmm. would be like, um, scratchy and itching and maybe bleeding uh, at some point mm-hmm. you know it was like that so to that point we spoke um, and we spoke with a lot of people from the south uh, southern America mm-hmm. like Louisiana Georgia it was really that and so maybe that kind of fine-tuned um, how I speak as well because we uh, we take in a lot of what we hear you know what we hear mm-hmm. right, in terms of language mm-hmm. so you speak English and Hindi and yes. you went through how many rounds of interviews are there? Um, I was very lucky, I would say. You know, I had actually I had interviewed for a different airline before I joined my previous airline. So I had interviewed for a certain airline. I won't mention the name, and they said I was too thin, and they wanted oh. their girls to be you know healthy, you know healthy. Okay. I know, quote unquote and healthy. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're too thin, you know, and I was like, uh, but I'm healthy. So I know I have perfect health. It's just that nobody in my family is fat. You know, everyone's mm. just tall and thin. And this is how I am. And but they were like, no, we want our girls to portray this healthy body image. And I was like, OK, fine. So on the very same day, there was an interview going on in the next office, which was uh, my previous airline. So I thought, you know, why not give it a shot? So I. Uh, submitted my uh, this thing mm-hmm. resume then they called me back and it all worked out and I was very lucky because um, around that day around 600 people had uh, come mm-hmm. for the interview and they had called back I think maybe 50 of us or something mm-hmm. out of which um, in the end there was just uh, 17 of us selected hey, wow. so yeah so yeah, so since I was a fresher at the time, I had to go through a lot of uh, rounds. Like first, they test your um, English, you know, your 
English, your um, they ask you to write uh, small small sentences, grammar, and you have your IQ tests. Then you have your weight and skin checks. You know, wow. <laughs> do you know that is that's a thing? Weight and skin check. Oh. Like there is this like really really bright light that just shines on you, like very unflattering light, just like you know on your face, and then they wow. just see like do you look good yeah. enough how would you look in their uniform you know and all that that's crazy then luckily yeah i was called back luckily then i went through all of those rounds then you have group discussions so in each round you get filtered you know not everybody makes it to the second round and oh, all of this nice like so, america's next top model <laughs> then um you have a group discussion wherein they uh, put you into small groups and they make you do debates and stuff and That's nice. but then all all the while you're being monitored you know how you're performing and are you a team player and those kind of things then once you clear that round then it's a one-on-one interview and they sit you down and they just kind of ask you questions That's nice. and for my personal interview i still remember this uh, lady she was the head of all uh, crew okay she asked me who is your role model okay, okay. interesting i was like um I, said, I know you don't have a role model exactly so i said um ma'am there would have to be me i am my own role model and she was so like taken aback you know and then she was like why would you say that then i had to explain to her you know i pretty much grew up on my own i've learned from so many mistakes and all of this but i'm here today you know and i've not given up on life and mm-hmm. all of that because see it was my f- uh, like i had never interviewed for an airline before right so i really didn't know like that you there are certain things you should and should not say you know then, but, but that's luckily, pretty good though me, she I really say... liked it and I'm sure she would because I would like it as well. I've taken a lot of interviews, conducted a lot of interviews I'm sure as well. I know. I'm sure a lot of these standard answers. Yeah, right? but that's very <laughs> non-standard, but really good, especially when you pull yourself up by your own bootstraps uh-huh. and you can actually validate that and saying, "Hey, I am mm-hmm. my own role model because I mm-hmm. am a self-made person and this this mm-hmm. is my story, you know, your success story." It's really funny because I I noticed you mentioned they want quote unquote a healthy girl, um and they told mm-hmm. you you were too thin, and you were pretty much thin, yeah. thin shamed, is what I yeah call it. I was thin shamed <laughs> thin shamed. I get that a lot as well because I can't put on uh, weight so much. I know. I mean, I, for my height, I look healthy. Okay, I am, um, yeah. you know, healthy. Um, but you know how it is in our, these days in our society, people want to be a little bit bulky. So we get thin shamed a lot. They're like, you should eat it some just more. just doesn't happen for us. I know. I know. And I don't want to. People just come up to you and like, are you not eating? Yeah. <laughs> Please. You know. Definitely not what you're it's eating. Great. I don't understand why it's not, you know, offensive to be called thin, but it is to be called fat. Like, yeah. I really don't get that. People get offended <laughs> easily. I don't know why. Um, like thin people, we don't get really offended when they say, "Hey, mm-hmm. you're 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 a bo- you're just a skeleton," and we're we're like, "Ah, ha, ha, mm-hmm. we will laugh at it." But if, yeah. if you call someone a whale, <laughs> then, you know it's a whole <laughs> other story. A this whole reminds other story. me of that story, but I'm not going to bring it up. 
Yeah, I know. I, was, I have so many stories about this, but like, I, I don't want to bring it up now. But maybe in other episodes, because you know,、mm-hmm. um, I think this is a good time to mention it as well that you will be、mm-hmm. um a very regular co-host on this podcast.、Hey. So yeah, so hey, that'll, that'll be nice. <laughs> so we can talk more about the fat shaming, skin thin、mm-hmm. shaming <laughs> saga that goes on. <laughs> So I want to ask you some more about your、mm-hmm. job because that's what a lot of people are interested in, judging by the DMs、mm-hmm. that you've been getting. Yeah. Right.、Um, so what are the those weird questions that you've been getting? Do you mind sharing <laughs> those? Because I know you have a lot of weird I, questions that you get from people. I get a lot of questions about tickets, which is not my department at all. My only department is the minute you step inside the aircraft until the time you leave the aircraft. That's all that that's in it for me, you know. But most people don't seem to get that. I get DMs about their tickets. I get comments. I get DMs about, you know, a certain step ladder at a certain airport was not good enough. It was shaking. It was rusty and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> it's crazy and a lot of people just like. DM me saying, you know, I want to do what you do. Help me, and see, I am all for it. Like I want people to like, you know, come here, come join my company, join,、right. you know, fly everywhere, and all. I'm all for it. But then, you know, it's really difficult to help people who do not help themselves. You know, I think that's something we really, really need to learn to help ourselves because everything is out there on the internet, like. We are so blessed. We are such a blessed、uh, generation that everything is readily accessible. You know, like if you just do a little bit of research, I'm sure a thousand links would pop up on how to be a cabin crew. Right? There are people. There are people who have come up to me and said, you know, I have gone to the website of this airline. I have applied, and I have、uh, gotten an interview date. So. Can you please help me? You know, give me some tips on what they usually ask. How would、yeah. I answer? What do I wear? See those kind of things. I'm all for it. You know, right, right, and, right. You know, but then, oh God, sometimes <laughs> it's really frustrating. Like, <laughs> I mean, why would someone ask you about the tickets? Seen or anything? But then, yeah, it's like tickets. I, you know,、uh, so during the pandemic, like the start of this、uh, lockdown, right? That was in March, right? I got so many DMs asking me when will this get refunded? How do I get this refunded? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't、those. know. <laughs> <laughs> you think that you're like the, and, the queen、yeah. of airlines and everything、yeah. to do with aviation? Okay, I forget it. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. I I find it. I know I'm, I'm totally flabbergasted as well because it's just、uh-huh. it's just weird to me that someone would ask a flight attendant questions about、uh, ticket booking and refund and you know that whole bit. It's just weird. But <laughs> I want to quickly、um, move on to yeah, like you said, another question because I got a couple <laughs> of questions for you. So this is personally about you. How、mm-hmm. did you spend your Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah, let's go there. How、Why、did you, you spend your Christmas? Why do you want to do this to me? <laughs> How was your Christmas? <laughs> I know so many people are going to judge me for this, but I know I'm not the only one when I say I cannot wait for the ho- the holiday season to get over <laughs> because I have zero Christmas spirit, <laughs> like always. 
you know me, right? Yeah. Zero Diwali spirit, zero Christmas spirit, no spirit. Nothing like festivals, birthdays. Maybe a little bit of Kwanzaa. My... Kwanzaa. <laughs> Probably. I mean, nothing to me. I, I swear, like, it's really, it's sometimes, you know, I sit and I think, should, should I be worried that I feel nothing when it comes to holidays, you know? Yeah. Because that excitement, like in Hindi, we call it Josh. Uh, I yeah. just do not, in Hindi, we call it Josh. <laughs> I just do not have that, like, Josh name. is it because I'm old? <laughs> I know. Is I mean, no, age? I don't even know because maybe it's because we have so many responsibilities, um, you know, mm-hmm. as adults, especially when we Probably, live in yeah. big cities. And mm-hmm. there's so many things to think about, goals, our plans, again, our mm-hmm. jobs, that, yeah. uh, you know, it's nice that people are in, enjoying themselves during the holiday mm-hmm. season festivals. But, you know, I, I, I can understand because I've been there as well. I've, um, yeah. I've totally been alone during Christmas, Christmas Eve, birthday. So easy to not feel anything. And it's, it's, it's fine. That's how you celebrate by not feeling, by and... not celebrating. I think my work is what has turned me into this emotionless being that I am right now. No, we do have some emotions, I'm sure. (laughs) I do? (laughs) Anger, at least, like you're angry. I remember you telling me that I don't like music, right? (laughs) Yeah, like, no, this is something that, that, that struck me. Like, I was really surprised because whenever there's new music or people generally normal people quote-unquote normal people talk about <laughs> the music that they like and they're like oh this music makes me feel sentimental oh, nostalgic, this new song this yeah. new song but you never talk mm-hmm. about music to me and your mom is a <laughs> sing like she's a legendary singer but you never talk about hey this song please listen to this new song <laughs> it touched me a lot never i do listen to music but you know <laughs> I just don't really care about anything much, to be honest. Yeah. Is that bad? <laughs> no, that, that that's okay. I mean, it, uh, if it works for you, hey, who am I to say anything, right? It works for you. Works for, works for you. Um, but I'm I'm sure you care a lot about certain things, which I'm gonna talk to you about. I don't. Right <laughs> I need to ask you something, um, about okay. your um best. Or the ideal um, mm-hmm. passenger on a flight? The ideal passenger, okay. The ideal passenger comes, acknowledge, uh, okay, boards, acknowledges me saying good morning, good evening, whatever. Okay. Okay, acknowledgement. It's so important. Okay, then the person goes, just sits there and just knows when to fasten his seatbelt, knows when to sit straight, you know. Mm-hmm. just be quiet like i think yeah <laughs> just be quiet, be quiet. Shut <laughs> up. oh my god i hope none of my managers are listening to this <laughs> um i think you know when i look back people that i have given most like attention to and people i have gotten compliments from are people who have just like sat there not, not said anything, not asked for anything. Yeah, it's always people like that who, like, you know, really, I want to do good things for them. I want to go all out for them, you know, not like, 
the minute you enter you ask for this you ask for that why is it like this why don't you have this and <laughs> it's crazy and especially with this uh, pandemic right now right. so the government does not allow us to have our this onboard sales and you know yeah so they do question us a lot and we do try to make them understand but then there are people who will ask us like you know why is that why is the government not allowing <laughs> i know <laughs> sammy i can't even like begin to tell you like i don't know how to put it into words so that you, as what do i look you, like um a member of yeah, parliament you with a constituency <laughs> <laughs> how do i know crazy <laughs> it's just weird because um like even normally right i'm sure you could you would also agree like even auto rickshaw drivers or on delivery boys people who mm-hmm. work in those kind of fields like when they are mm-hmm. so polite and so courteous to us mm-hmm. as customers we want to tip mm-hmm. them we want to just you know encourage exactly. their service right i think the same I goes know. as well as um uh, on a flight as well when it's a mm-hmm. a passenger um and they're mm-hmm. really polite to you and they just very you know mm-hmm. um they're just very um they mind their own business they don't want to create drama you just want to do good mm-hmm. to them and provide them better I service mm-hmm. i think that's what it is and especially that like i see what... people on flight as well on flight as well who are just very nitpicky about trivial things and uh, and like like flights are usually at, at the most um in india right within the country mm. i think um 6 hours i'm not even sure maybe you can correct me there but the longest flight that i've 3 hours 3 hours yeah, yeah that's what it is yeah so 3 hours like what what is there to fuss about for 3 hours you know <laughs> what i mean like there are genuine people who need you know extra care and attention like health issues yes, and mental yes, problems huh. like, for those are they those go without a saying like they have to be mm-hmm. tended to they have to be cared for extra mm-hmm. care has to be given to them like that's you know mm. a given but here i just want to make it make it clear that we're talking about normal able-bodied people mm-hmm. healthy people asking us to open their coke cans yeah <laughs> like a, a grown man with muscles asking you yeah. to open a coke can that's just weird <laughs> It's amazing I would say you know <laughs> Yeah it's pretty amazing Every day you learn something new I would say being a crew you know it's never boring you you just have to leave your ego at home and turn yeah. up for work I think that's what And I think that is why it is I don't want to be like you know sexist or anything but then it's more difficult for men to handle you know certain passengers because um mm. men tend to get aggressive very no, easily I don't think that's, women yeah. I don't think that's even sexism I think that's pretty much biology like uh and even psychology yeah, right? as well because like, men women are more nurturing be, mm-hmm. women are more nurturing I'm just trying to be politically <laughs> right you know because everybody gets so correct. butthurt about everything you know these days so <laughs> women are more nurturing there are more nurses um female nurses and it's it's mm-hmm. nice to get their care even if uh mm-hmm. their uh qualifications and their their skill sets are um similar with men mm-hmm. women have that you know that natural um you know that nurturing ability i think yeah. um, and that goes with mm-hmm. uh flight attendants also and with understanding people as well yeah that is true so yeah you really have to be born with it <laughs> that's <what laughs> yeah literally just born with it <laughs>
because I know you and you are not born with it. Okay, so <laughs> you could I, never. <laughs> I have like a lot of patience when it comes to you know, um, like we discussed earlier, um, you know, over the phone type of customer service, over the phone being polite, and mm-hmm. to a large degree, just being in a professional setting when others are also polite to you, mm-hmm. and others are also bound by that. Um, those decorum you know but in terms mm-hmm. of physically being there on a flight in this enclosed compartment that's several <laughs> altitudes above ground and someone's just being nasty <laughs> and being thinking they are Beyonce and just you know being a diva I would not take uh, it like even if it's my job I'll be like you better sit your ass down <laughs> I can't I just but can't. I w- but I want to see you, you know, doing this job one day. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll be very nice. Unless, Go for a day. <laughs> unless I'm, I'm like, um, you know, really bugged by certain customers. I mean, customers, passengers who are, are rude. But um, for the most mm-hmm. part, um, and patience, I think it's something that can be learned. And for me, like I said, you know, you become numb to all of this. So that really helps. Yeah. So me, f- not feeling so much about any anything helps me a lot in my job so i can't complain <laughs> yeah continue not to feel anything yeah i'll talk about the language part again since we mentioned it we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it later yes. um you mentioned that you speak both hindi and english and it's especially imperative for you to speak mm-hmm. Uh, English with a, a local flair because that's the requirement yeah. of the job. However, I want to ask you about fluency because from a Mizo's perspective, right? A lot of people from mm-hmm. here who are listening are mm-hmm. not really um, fluent. They know English. Mm-hmm. They know how to write. Mm-hmm. They even know how to speak. But when they mm-hmm. speak, it's very choppy and, you know, they have to think mm-hmm. words. So how important is communication skill in this job? It is, I think, the most, because, see, you go to an interview and your communication skills is what will get you through all those rounds. They don't care, like, how, do you have a degree? Do you have a master's? You know, but if you cannot present yourself, you know, like, they, you're going to go out there representing their company to strangers like customers every day and if you cannot convince them that you are good enough then it doesn't matter how qualified you are you know and I think that fluency only comes with practice Practice. well like as you and I know to be able to speak a language fluently I think you have to be with the people who speak the language you know and for me Growing uh, growing up in school, like, you know, that I did my high school in Calcutta and my college here in Bangalore. So I had, most of my friends were not from Mizoram. And that was a very good thing looking back, you know. What I've learned over the years is that I've learned to read people, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, to be able to switch to a different language, judging on, like, you know, how you're the first uh, language is always English. So that is the rule. Okay. In, so then you get to know like if a person is more comfortable in Hindi or in English. So to be able to communicate, you know, like just, just switch there at the instant, you know, to just switch to a different language. It really helps you a lot because 
obviously for effective communication right. and it also helps in um bringing in more customers they feel more comfortable with you if you can speak to them in a language that they're comfortable with so it makes them feel you know very welcome and oh, yeah. they feel good and most of the time a lot of uh, situations can be diffused if you can communicate with them effectively like we tend to like laugh at people who use a lot of english i'm sure you know when we go live on instagram and stuff right uh-huh. like yeah. what people say <laughs> like, not on my account okay. or maybe on yours but my on mine know. definitely yeah because <laughs> most of uh, people most of the people who join my live sessions are usually people who speak english who do not understand me so so i tend to speak most of the time in english so you know then people come to me and say like why are you only speaking english don't you know your own language you should be ashamed that you're not speaking your own language and blah 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 but that doesn't matter to me because my target audience, audience. understands what i'm saying and that's important that's all that matters to me you know and you're very certain that you know your language anyway so you know yeah. self assured even if i try i cannot forget it i right? know like... exactly <laughs> last question any plans for new year's eve or the new year <laughs> <laughs> oh my god why are you doing this to me <laughs> again <laughs> let me ask you do you have any plans for new oh, year's eve of course <laughs> i do i'm going to sleep oh you do <laughs> I'm going to sleep in well New Year's Eve with the family no parties you know there's a lot down here uh-huh. um probably just be with the family cut some cake you know the whole traditional cake um mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty much it I'm just going to spend my New Year's Eve with my new brand new TV yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be on yeah my Christmas gift and um <laughs> I'll just be on Netflix then I'll probably sleep because i have a flight the next day on new year's day yay nice. I'll, i'll try to call you on new year's eve you know like let's oh, do yes, probably like should. a video call facetime uh-huh. whatever yeah um, all right well thank you so much for joining me here on this episode i'll talk to you soon soon hey okay all bye. right bye take care wash your hands stay safe and on that note i want to thank everyone for listening till now thank you for following wishing you your loved ones your family a safe prosperous and successful new year in 2021 i'll talk to you soon good night <music>